My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope from Monday, May 23rd, 2022. So this is an interesting week as we are just out of the eclipses. We're still in the effects of the eclipses. Next week, Saturn goes retrograde and it's going to stay there for a while, as it does every year. And then Jupiter is going to go retrograde the following month. And I want to talk about how all this affects us each individually and personally. And that's why you can check out your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com. Get a little video training about how to read and look at your birth chart. And follow along as I talk about these energies And go back to the past few episodes about Rahu and Ketu, Saturn and Jupiter, because those are the big themes over the next several months. And we're still in that right now. You can also check out the episode on the eclipses, because all that stuff has created an energy for massive change on a personal level. And it's all going to be very specific to you. So use those episodes to help you get more detailed. And then you can schedule the reading at quietmindastrology.com one-on-one with me, live on Zoom, or we'll talk about how all this stuff is specifically affecting you, or whatever you want to talk about your birth chart, understanding your unique perspective of the world, because I believe we're all here for a reason, and we all have unique gifts to offer, and what's happening through these transits is an unfolding of energies, of opening up of possibilities, opportunities, changes, and choice points in our lives, where we always have free will and choice of which direction to go. And the universe is saying, this energy is present now in your life to work through this past karma, through this old belief pattern, these fears, these doubts, these insecurities, and their opportunities to learn and grow and evolve, and ultimately to be of service to each other. I believe that's a big reason why we're here. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. would say, life's most pressing and urgent question is, what are you doing to be of service to others. So today, hoping to be of service to you and helping you make sense of what's going on in the world and uh, focus on a personal level what you can do with all these energies. So as I've talked about a lot this year, it's important to be on top of your finances. The issue of recession is coming up more and more in the mainstream and public, but I've been saying like that is something to really watch out for. There are some major indicators of that. I am never one to predict to say that this definitely will happen this way. Uh, I often lean heavily towards one direction or another on some topics, but as far as a recession, it's quite likely, uh, and a lot of people are indicating that it's going to happen. So on a personal level, do whatever you can to be responsible with your money, track your finances, have some way of managing it where you know what's going in and out and what to expect over the next month. Because externally, there's going to be a lot of uncertainty. One thing that is clear is inflation is happening. And that's just the natural effect of the U.S. government printing more money than ever before over the last two years. So being responsible, being intentional with our own finances is a big issue that is going to affect everything else right now. Venus moves into Aries this week on Monday, May 23rd. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, wealth, and luxury in the sign of Aries could create more impulsivity and desire to just have the thing you want, to just go for it. And 
if you are on top of the finances, that's fine. If you're aware, like, okay, how this is going to impact me if I just splurge or bait for this thing or buy this thing, might not be a big deal. But if you're not on top of the finances, that could have a lot of ramifications, of course. Now, other positive expressions of Venus and Aries are that you will have this drive and ambition to create more nice things in your life, more harmony in your relationships, more beauty in your home life, and this drive to create that. If you're into feng shui or Marie Kondo's method, I really like as well, to go through your home and quickly decide, like, do I love this thing or not? And put it into a maybe pile or a donate pile or sell pile and don't overthink it. With the Aries energy, it's about what needs to happen now and next. And that energy is present in our relationships. And Venus is being ruled by Mars, which is in Pisces, a very good place to be, which is with Jupiter right now. So there is a benevolent energy to this right now of this passion about relationships, this desire and drive to have nice things in your home, to create harmony in your relationships. There can be some impulsivity in relationships. Uh, this is less likely to lead to hot-headed conflicts and fights because of how well-placed Mars is. Now, typically, Venus and Aries on its own can create a lot of conflict in relationships, and fighting, and you might experience that depending on your own chart. Again, I can only speak so much <laughs> to the broad general experience that everyone's having, uh, but this is a potential energy that's expressing in the universe right now, Venus and Aries, and overall it's going to be more towards the positive side for most people. So you can use that to have passionate intimacy with your partner, go on hot dates and express your love, be romantic with your partner. You might find your partner's doing that naturally with you already. And then next week, we're going to have Saturn going into retrograde uh, from June 4th. And that stays until, let me check my notes. Saturn is going direct in Capricorn on October 22nd. And while it's retrograde over the next few months, that is a time of going back over the disciplines, the structures, the routines that you've created in your life, whether it be to do with finances or relationships or health or any other area of life. I always talk about the four aims of life from the Vedic texts which are the source texts of yoga, astrology, Ayurveda, essentially pranayama, meditation, all these things that are so well known now today, thankfully. Uh, but that goes back to the Vedic text of the Vedas. And that's the source text of a lot of this wisdom. And the four aims of life are Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. Dharma, knowing and living your life purpose, which I am all about. And that's what I mainly talk about here on the podcast and in the readings that I give to make sure that you are living in alignment with your purpose and helping to avoid or navigate or circumvent anything that's limiting that. And then there's Arta, creating wealth and enjoying wealth that's material, financial wealth, but also wealth of knowledge, wealth of experience, in all sense of the word wealth in, in your life. That's Arta. It's very important to have that as well. And Kama, a desire that's listening to those 
inclinations, those drives and movements in a direction in your life and trusting that essentially like follow your passion. A lot of people talk about or follow your bliss. That's very much about kama, finding what you really love and desire and moving towards that. And then moksha is what essentially yoga and meditation and pranayama practices lead to the sense of transcendence, escape, going beyond just automatically living our lives and going to work because that's what people do and all having a job and all this because that's what people do. But to get out of that and to observe and decide how you want to engage with your life and know that you always have a choice. We always have free will or at least the illusion of free will and moksha is about stepping outside of just living your life and paying your bills to see that you have a choice and perspective if you haven't seen that movie yet everything everywhere all at once uh, there's a major lesson about moksha in that movie and i don't want to give any spoilers so i'll just say if you've seen it that is a theme, essentially, of the importance of moksha in that movie. And I'll just leave it at that for now. Uh, but all these four aims of life are very important to be aware of as we go through all these cycles of time. And as Saturn is going retrograde, now is the time to review and go back over, look back, reflect on how you are doing in those areas of your life, those four major areas. And is there anything you want to change? Is there anything that's not working and no longer serving you want to let go of? We're still currently, as I'm recording this, in the Mercury retrograde time. So that's the time of reviewing your communication, your business stuff, your technology that you use. Are you indulging in social media and it's not satisfying and not actually serving anything? Is there something you want to change around those habits? When Saturn goes direct on October 22nd, then these things start to move forward again. Projects, work projects move forward again with more energy and power. Uh, there's more clarity on the structures in your life. There's more direction about what you want to be focusing on in your dharma, arta, kama, moksha, the main four areas of life. Now, Jupiter is also going retrograde, as I mentioned, on July 28th. So that's about two months away from now. Jupiter is going retrograde for about three and a half months. And I think that's when these effects of the recession will be felt the most. People are already talking about it, starting to talk about it now. But all these issues with like the housing bubble and the, the tech bubble is starting to happen where a lot of uh, small tech companies are laying off people and downsizing. And a lot of this work from home stuff has happened now with other aspects over the last two years where people, these small companies don't need these big offices and rent all this office space and have this big overhead. So a lot of things are in a retraction or recession. I saw a great talk with Elon Musk about this recently. He's talking about how important these cycles are. And he's lived through like the dot-com bubble and then the housing bubble and and had businesses. He had started PayPal during the dot-com bubble and so on. So he had a cool perspective on this. It was interesting to hear essentially that it's important to have these recessions. And from a yogic perspective, it's important to have expansion and contraction. As I've always talked about, just like a heartbeat, it's a pulse. Just like your breath, you have to breathe in and breathe out. You can't just do one or the other. 
And sometimes with things to do with like finances or growth in a country or in the economy or just the quality of life, we always want that to just expand and just get better and improve. But there is a necessary contraction. And the retrogrades are a reminder of that. With Mercury retrograde now, there needs to be a contraction and slowing down in your business, slowing down in your communication to reflect, to go more internal and not be all external. But when things go direct, like they have been the past few months and like they will be again, it's a time to move forward and to take action forward and be more outwardly directed. But with the retrogrades, with Saturn retrograde next month and then Jupiter retrograde the following month. So we're going to be in that through the summer, Northern Hemisphere <laughs> summer, uh, of a lot of that retrograde energy of going back over things, reviewing things, reflecting on things. And yes, likely the recession issues. And as like Elon Musk said, that's a necessary thing because sometimes uh, these companies grow, opportunities grow, and just everybody's just spending and buying and spending and buying. And he talks, he uses the phrase like it's raining money on fools or like in... For example, in tech, like anybody with an idea can suddenly have tons of funding and it's not actually helping people. And the important thing is, how are you actually helping people? And the things that are genuinely helping will survive and do just fine and grow and expand to some degree uh, in the long run. There might be some short-term retraction and recession and loss, and that's okay. But in the long run, the things that are genuinely helping people and valuable to society and contributing to society will prevail and sustain. And maybe it's time for something that you're doing that's no longer serving to be let go. And that's okay. That's part of the whole process. Uh, but if you are, you know you're genuinely helping people, then something to worry about. Uh, maybe it's a time to refine that, to improve upon it, to go back over things, to slow things down a bit, uh, but to know that it's okay to have this contraction because it's part of the whole cycle. Sometimes we avoid the contractions. We fear them. We don't want them. Uh, we want to hold on to things. It's a natural survival instinct to want to have more. And it's okay if that happens and comes up for you and there's a fear of letting go or fear of loss. But spiritually, it's the best thing that can happen for us. We need to let go of things. Eventually, ultimately, we lose it all. So the sooner we can be okay with that, the less traumatic and painful it is later in life. Because inevitably, we're all on rented space and it's all going to change to some degree sooner or later. So uh, being okay with that is one of the most important spiritual lessons we can all learn. So Mercury does go direct. Um, I was looking actually at my notes further ahead. So yes, Mercury will go retrograde again later this year. But Mercury goes direct on Friday, June 3rd. So we're almost through that cycle. But then we start the next one the next day when Saturn goes retrograde. We'll talk about that next week. And I'll go into the horoscope for June where that's the big thing. Saturn going retrograde next month. I'll talk more about how to work with that. Uh, we've got lesser transits now next month. It's going to cool off a bit. So I'll likely be talking about some other broader topics of Vedic astrology. And we are leading up to the Vedic astrology mentorship opening in August. So that's the place if you want to learn how to really read your chart 
and understand yourself, understand the people close to you and make sense of all this stuff in a very structured, clear way. I'm a Virgo rising, so I love my spreadsheets. I love my clarity and simplification and step-by-step -step processes. So I'll be teaching all that inside of the mentorship. We actually have an amazing group in there from last year when I created it last year and just responding to a lot of people asking me to create something like this. So it exists and it will be opening for enrollment in a couple months. But we'll be doing some cool stuff leading up to it for those of you who are interested in learning more about astrology and how to apply it to your life personally, how to read charts, and even potentially give readings to other people. Because that's something I didn't think I would ever be ready to do until people kept asking me to do it. And then I started doing it years ago and realized I was actually better than I thought, at least able to help people and get good feedback and just continued on this journey of like people saying, well, what about this? And what about that? And then realizing I knew more than I thought and realizing that it's easier to teach than I thought because I had to really uh, come through the dark ages of the 2000s when it was very difficult to find any Vedic astrology info online. So I scoured the internet looking for it. And now, fortunately, it's a much easier. It's part of why I created this podcast, to make it easier to learn Vedic astrology. And that's why I created the mentorship, to make it very easy to learn it all step by step in one place in a program. So that will be coming up soon. But until then, you can check out quietmindastrology.com and schedule the reading, get your free birth chart, and subscribe to this podcast to get all the updates for weekly horoscopes and other episodes on Vedic astrology topics. Uh, if you want to keep in touch, you can subscribe or follow me on Instagram, Quiet Mind Astrology. And I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology podcast.